The play. Reeves. Reeves got to get it in in three-point country. It's to Ryan on its way. He's got it. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan sends it to overtime. I told you that's why he should be in the game. You need someone that can just catch and let fly. And I mean, he's shown that it doesn't have to stay in his hand very long. They'll review it, but it looked like a good shot or a legal shot. Woo! Yeah. Matty Ice, the real Matty Ice. Matt Ryan. Late in the ball game. Ticks on the clock. We already, you know, blew the lead. About to give it away. The young man misses two free throws on the other end and gives us a chance. And who makes the shot? Not LeBron James. Not Anthony Davis. Not Patrick Beverly. Thank God. Not Lonnie Walker. But Matt Ryan. DoorDash. Man, Uber Eats. Worked at a, a cemetery in Yonkers, New York. Come on, man. This is what it's all about. And we're going to break down just a little bit of the good, the bad, the ugly of the game that went on. I was like, man, overtime, we're East Coast. I'm an East Coast guy. So when the West Coast game goes in overtime, that means you're going to be up past 1 o'clock. So, man. But it's all worth it. Laker, 82-16. This is the Chill Bravado podcast where we cover the grind of an 82-game season. And, boy, it was a grind. And it takes 16 wins to get the chip in the end. But right now, we're just trying to get over almost blowing it. But then feeling good on this roller coaster as we still succeed and get the win over the Pels. And I'll break that down player by player. And just a little bit from about the coach and some of the just, you know, plays in the game that are just lineups in the game that really I still have pause on as we get ready to go up against Utah and then Cleveland. <laughs> All right, we are back. I've calmed down now. This is your boy, Chill B, Chip of Auto Podcast. Let's get into this Laker 82-16 breakdown and reaction to the overtime thriller versus the Pelicans last night who played without Brandon Ingram and Herb Jones. So let's not take that. You know, let's make sure we hear that. But you can only put who's in front of you because Zion Williams was definitely in the building. So let's just get right into it. The second quarter for the Lakers was amazing. The second quarter was electrifying. We were flying around. We got up to like 16-point lead, and it was just dunks from Lenny Walker. It was big shots coming in. Troy Brown Jr. making plays. Russell West benches, they've been calling, but I'm not doing that. Russ was out there playing with a lot of life, a lot of energy. Let's break it down. Let's start with Lenny Walker. Mr. Skywalker, man, has he not been the biggest surprise of the season from the guys that were signed during the offseason? When Lonnie Walker was signed with the mid-level exception, a lot of Laker fans and those around the world who follow those type of things were scratching their head a little bit like, this the guy? And we all were like, oh, well, the Spurs just let him walk for nothing. So that should maybe tell you something. And I know during the preseason and offseason when I was kind of, you know, giving my predictions, I was a little questionable about Lonnie as well. But we cannot deny his ability in the open court and just his athleticism and his bouncing. He's shooting the ball. This guy shot five of nine from three-point land, and we are the worst shooting free throw team, one of the worst shooting three-point three point shooting teams in the whole league. 
So when a guy gets hot like that, you have to win those games. So if we would have lost this game, this would have been a wasted Russ performance, but it would have also been a wasted Lonnie Walker performance who led all scores for the Lakers at 28 points. He was five for nine, like I said. Man, the guy, he, he's trying to compete on the defensive end. You, 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 we need that, especially on a night like this where we're going to get into, um, you know, the stars of the team. But we got to give Lonnie his flowers right now because if he's going to score and produce like this, 15-plus and this and that, and make and not afraid to make the big shots, we need tough shot makers on this team. We need guys who are not afraid to pull that trigger, and he's not afraid of neither. He wants to take the tough shots. But, you know, of course he's going to take some where you're going to be like, eh, he didn't, but you have to live with that when you got a guy who's going to be like this. And he's like I'm a Malik Monk right now. So it's kind of crazy because at the end of the year, we don't have any rights to him, no bird rights. We can't. We, he might can just walk out of here. If he plays like this the rest of the year, somebody's going to give him some money in the offseason. So this is where it hurts you to do all these kind of, you know, one-year deal. You want to, you know, the Lakers trying to set themselves up to have you know, cap room, you know, cap space and all this. And I get it, but you risk, you know, the, you know, the opportunity to sign a guy like this, you know, to sign a guy like this next year, who's young enough. And he's not even, come on, man. He's in his twenties. He's fresh. He's, he's bouncy. So yeah, I'm just loving everything we're seeing from Lonnie. And then moving on from Lonnie, you got to go to Russell West bench, Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, but is he not fun to watch? Is he not fun to watch out the bench? He played 25 minutes, 13, 7, and 9 for the game. He had six turnovers, but Coach Ham was saying, I don't mind competitive turnovers because a couple of those were not his fault. Troy Brown Jr., it was a little hot coming in, coming in hot for him. He, he didn't get that one. Uh, a couple of times he got caught and nobody was cutting at all. So he was like moving, like, come on, let's go. Somebody make a move. And everybody just sitting back watching and he stuck. And then he traveled. So, you know, plays like that are going to happen when, when, you know, just, just the flow of the game. But none of those turnovers were loud. They were not in critical moments. And I'm going to talk about why they were not in critical moments. But that's that's later in the segment. But, yeah, man, Russ played well. He gave us, you know, he's giving us life off the bench. Just Russell on Westbrook is different than the other one. You know, I'm not a guy to be like, boy, he's different. No, Bench Russell is different than starting Russell on this team. This is actually legitimate, logical thinking. And I'm not, you know, bro, he different. He a dog. He got that. Don't get me started. Troy Brown Jr. also hitting the ground running. Remember, he played in zero preseason games, I think. And if he did play, it maybe was one. Maybe. I don't recall him playing in any preseason games. And then when he comes back uh, for his first game after missing, I think maybe the Portland game was his first game. He's hit the ground running, like, and now he's starting. Think about that. This man played 27 minutes. He's young. He's very young. He's like 23. And once again, another guy who's on a vet mid, because if he continues to play like this, you're not going to just be able to sign him back for pennies on the top. You know, it's not going to, you're not going to be able to get him back cheap. Someone's going to offer him, you know, six, 10 million. And if, and if you have, you know, dreams of getting these bigger stars and these bigger role players, he's probably not going to be a part of that. So it's unfortunate, but hey, what he's doing right now is helping his career. He had 15 points, 10 rebounds, and you got to respect what he brought. And then he was six for six from the free throw line. So at, at one point, he had more free throw attempts than the whole team, the whole Laker team combined, just because he was cutting and getting to the basket and getting hit. So that was just great to see 
you know, from him and didn't have 10 rebounds. Big boy, big boy rebounds. Come on, man. Troy Brown Jr., Russ, Lonnie Walker, that second quarter performance. It was great. And now we're going to get into the things that were some good and there was some bad. But we're going to talk about the good. But, you know, the grind. Got to speak about the bad. All right, we are back. We are back. Let's get into the stars of the team. Okay, we've gotten to the guys who are really great. Let's get into Anthony Davis. Let's continue that positivity. AD was super active on the defensive end. And the biggest win of the night, although he had one scare when he fell and grabbed his knee with him and Valanchunas just collided into each other. But we had not one back grab or cringe from that area for the most of the night, right? Did anybody see that? Anybody see a grab of the, of the back? Or, or a moan or a groan. Anybody, did anybody see him do that? And they have Valanchunas out there. And we played Valanchunas off the floor as a team. Like, the Lakers, he was not noticing the second half. You really didn't see Valanchunas because they had to go down and try to match the, you know, the size of the Lakers. And it was amazing to see because Zion got in foul trouble. Zion um, was not able to get to his spots early. Um, now, when the game got going, he was able to get into a rhythm, but we're going to talk about that, too. That's going to be something I'm speaking on later. But AD, defensively, was active. He had four, four or five blocks. How many blocks did we have? He had four blocks? Come on, man. You know, 20 points, 16 boards. Like, we talk about him getting down there. He was in there, and that was encouraging to see AD that aggressive. You know, and now I know, you know, come crunch time and come times of the game, we wish that, quote, quote he would get on the block and do all this, but... You know, the game is not like that anymore, like, on a regular basis. You don't see guys who are going to operate inside out like that. It's unfortunate. I would love to establish some type of, you know, at the end of the game, get AD a touch, and let's see if he can get to the cup, get fouled, whatever. But, no, I have something to say about that as well because LeBron James, who obviously was sick, he gutted it out. Okay? We're going to give him that much credit. He gutted it out. He still had 20, 10, and 8. Shot terrible. 9 for 23. 0 for 7 from the three-point line, you know, but he's LeBron. For him to go out there and play 40 minutes and still, you know, establish himself in this game was very much, you know, a testament to show how tough he is when it comes. I'm not just checking myself out. So was this his flu game? Well, he didn't play the greatest, but we can say this is kind of one of them. It's a baby flu game. We'll, We'll say that. But the thing that I cannot stand and the thing that really drives me crazy is the LeBron James ISO in the late game action. It's annoying. It's frustrating because nine times out of 10, I j- I'm just never confident that he's going to make that shot or he's going to get to the basket. He's not really a mid range, you know, you know, aficionado. He's not Malik Monk. You know, we knew Monk could get a bucket at any given spot, three level score. LeBron's mostly at the rim. And then if he has that three ball falling, which he didn't, just, just the way the game is going, I just wasn't confident at all in him being able to, you know, establish himself in that moment. So I was like, oh, man, we about to blow the game. LeBron's going to get crushed tomorrow. We're going to get all the questions. Like, why didn't Russ close the game? He was playing so well, you know, da-da-da. But luckily, it was something that happened in this game. And we're going to talk about some of these guys right now. But the first one we're going to talk about is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan started off very slow. He was only 
four for eleven the whole game. He was three for nine at the three point line. So let's 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 put it in perspective. Now he he was struggling, but Coach Ham, I give credit. He kept going back to him. He know we have to have this guy in there because right now our shooting is just not consistent enough. Thankfully, Lonnie Walker was able to hit some threes, and that helped us out. But outside of Lonnie Walker. Matt Ryan was the only one that really did anything. You know, we had Troy Brown who hit one. Russ hit one. But that was it. With LeBron going 0 for 7 from the three-point line, we were definitely in red flag territory. So Matt Ryan was able to get this play that the ham drew up for him. And he helped us climb out of this funk that we were in, tied up and going to overtime. And anything can happen in overtime. And anything did happen. But let's give credit to Austin Reed's and Gabriel, these guys, they played okay. And, you know, they had the moments. Reeves, who, who plays hard, you know, he didn't have his best night. He played 34 minutes. He was 0 for 3 from the three-point line. Um, he did have, you know, he had two steals. And and, and, one, and one of the worst things, I tell you, he, he had a, a, a game. It was a part of the game where he had got the ball going down the court. All he had to do was dump it off the AD who was coming right down the middle of the court. But he tried to wait to the last minute and do something and drew a charge. And that was just so painful and critical in that moment. Because if Russ would have done something like that and we would have lost that game, that play would have been highlighted over and over. But I'm thankful that we was able to get the win because now we can just look at these, like Coach Ham said, these are teachable moments. But also play tough like he always did. He's out there trying to compete. He really could not do anything with C.J. McCollum. Lonnie Walker couldn't do anything with C.J. McCollum. Um, but Pat Bev, Pat Bev, who I was frustrated at the whole game. You hear me? The whole game, I was upset with Pat Bev. Offensively, he has nothing to offer us right now. Offensively, he is not shooting the three ball well at all. But defensively, late in the game, in the overtime, we go back to Pat Bev and I'm over here livid. I'm like, why is he in the game? Why is Russ not out there? But Pat Bev does Pat Bev things. He comes up with some timely rebounds. He got us about two possessions just from being his crafty self. He was able to play CJ and make him shoot the tough contested shots without fouling. So Pat Bev came out there and he proved his worth in that overtime, in that short span of time. And it's funny, Coach Ham says he kept pacing back and forth reminding him of his credentials and his catalog. So you know right now, if you need defense, Pat Bev is like, hey, cuz, come on. You know what I'm here for. You know what's on my resume. You know, what's my blueprint? What's my outline? What, what, what do you know about me in the scouting report? So it was great to see him come out there and do something, even though I was living and frustrated that he was back out there. It's all good. He was there. Gabriel gave us good minutes. Gabriel, because we don't, we can't play, you know, our bigs. You know, one's hurt, the other one's struggling. So I'm going to give Gabriel his flowers just for being able to just hang in there tough and do just a few things here and there. Um, You know, I mean, it's not going to show up in the box score. He had 16 minutes. That's 16 minutes where um, AD does not have to play in that spot. So we give Gabriel just, you know, thank you for contributing to the win, all in different ways. Austin Reeves, Gabriel, Pat Bev, and Matt Ryan, who gave us the biggest gift before Christmas. We appreciate you, brother. DoorDash, I need to get that man some type of sponsorship, man. Partner up with that man, you know. But let's get into Coach Ham and what I thought about what he was doing, as well as some of the other players who didn't get, you know, run at all. <laughs> no run, no none. Be right back.
right, and let's get right to it. I said no run, no none, no none, no run. Run got zero minutes in this game. Um, none is struggling for this team. Defensively, you see it. Offensively, there's no rhythm. So I'm 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 just curious to see how this go because none is probably going is going to get into the next game. We're, we're not going to see two games of none not playing. I just don't believe. I just believe, and and, and I feel like it's going. Well, hold on. We we'll play Utah. Then we we'll play Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. He's playing next game. He's playing next game. I, I'm confident that that Ham is going to say, "Look, I'm getting you in. I want you to know we still believe in you. We still." Um, because they have actually have bird rights on none. Like he's the only guy that they could considerably sign, you know, extend after this year because he was on the team, you know, whatever, and he's here. But he's not playing like a guy you want to sign. He's playing like a guy who's getting put in every trade possible by the fans and you know the analysts. So yeah, none. Hopefully, you get in next game. And if he do, if he don't get in Friday, he's definitely gonna play in Sunday or Monday in the back to back. So. I'm, I'm just going to go out there and guess he's getting in the game. Ham's going to put some confidence in this young man next game and say, hey, you didn't play last game. But that was a game because a team like the Pels who are long and athletic, and that's just not your game. So let's see against Utah if we can't throw him in the mix, and let's see what he can do out there. So, yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm encouraged. JTA didn't get any play. He just got back from injury. So I understand that Troy Brown Jr. is playing that role way too well for you to take minutes away from him. So JTA, man, we're going to need you. So we know he's going to be okay. He played with the Golden State Warriors. He understands the assignment. Damon Jones, I'm worried about. Damon Jones has a player option for next year. So he, this is where giving that person that option to come back next year is really bad because he has played terrible. And it's only a minimal amount of money. But he's still going to, if he plays bad, he, he's definitely going to pick up that, that player option to come back in and make sure he gets a check. But if he plays good, you know, if he ever plays, who knows? Like, we don't, we're not confident in him playing. So it's an early part of the season. I'm just curious to see how Ham is going to handle this situation with him because we really don't have any room for Damon Jones to be out there and he's not effective at all. Gabriel's taking those minutes away. And I think I spoke about Gabriel probably taking those minutes away in the preseason. I didn't know it was going to be like fully not playing at all. And of course, Schroeder coming back soon, hopefully. Um, Thomas Bryant coming back soon, hopefully. We don't really know yet. They're still, you know, evaluating their injuries. Both got the same injury. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it's real weird. But let's slide to him. A lot of credit goes to him for drawing up that play. He says he drew it up exactly for Matt Ryan. He knows he need a guy who can get that shot off. He was thinking that maybe the Pels thought he's going to be like a, a decoy or whatnot. And I think they really didn't pay much attention to him because the old buddy who was guarding AD, if he would have just guarded the three-point line and forced that, you know, that was the perfect pass that Austin Reeves made, but it should have never been able to get there because whoever the defender was who guarding AD sunk down and was playing below. Like he was trying to defend the two. So that's just bad IQ on him, but great for us as Laker fans. You know why? It got us right back into the game with the big shot from Matty Ice himself, Matt Ryan, DoorDash King. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, Uber Eats Elite. Um, you know, Pet Cemetery Royalty. I don't know. He was in, worked in the cemetery in Yonkers. You know, shout out to Jaden Kiss and the locks. So. That was just amazing right there in itself. Matt Ryan made that made that play. It was great. 
But Ham had two things that I really, 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 really worried about. He kept AD and Russ out way too long in the third quarter. We didn't have a dead ball for a long time. So AD, I think it was Russ or, or him and Lonnie. Somebody, it was AD and somebody over there ready to check in. And it just took forever to get them back out there. So LeBron, who's not mobile right now, who's sick under the weather, I think he's having a foot issue. He was not able to carry that second unit that was out there with him. Those group of role players were leaning on LeBron to make something happen for them. And he could barely make something happen for himself. So he was struggling. That second unit was struggling. Gabriel was getting caught, you know, guarding um, um, Zion Williamson a lot. Like AD was doing such a good job of helping out. But then when AD was getting back in later on in the game, Zion's already gotten to his groove. He's getting to his hand. LeBron couldn't check no more. LeBron, you could tell, was very much not... You know, he was just not the energy wasn't there for him to just go in and bang with Zion over and over and over because Zion started getting around him giving him the little baby hook or the little you know getting to the cup and dropping it off the glass getting it I, I was so, so impressed and so frustrated because Zion was getting that quick bounce on AD and was able to get that ball out of his hand and up on the high off the glass so AD couldn't block it anymore so the adjustment he made getting in there man he's a monster down there so I, it was a gift for the curse seeing my, you know, the South Carolina kid, you know, repping South Carolina. But I'm like, don't do that this game. Do that next game against somebody else. You know, you and John Morant, you guys make me sick because when you play against the Lakers, you want to do this. But I was like, get that that six foul on him, please. Get him out the game. So yeah, I was a little questionable why Ham didn't just, I don't know, man, intentional foul or something. Give us something to get the dead balls up and get our guys back in because the Pelicans went on the run. CJ started making, you know, doing his thing, Zion doing his thing. And I was like, man, if they had Brandon Ingram in this game, it would be a problem. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's how I felt. The third quarter woes are still looming and it scares me. So let's see if we can clean that up as we go try to make these three wins in a row. Okay, Utah has been playing great, playing hot. Let's see if we can punch them in the mouth and, and say, nah, not no. No, not us. And then let's go and we go against Cleveland. These two teams surprising everybody with their records right now early in the season. So we got Utah Friday. We got Cleveland Sunday. Um, Sunday and then we go right back with Utah again Monday on the back-to-back. I expect AD not to play in all three of these games. Just curious to see which one he is going to miss. Let's find out. I don't know. And this, that, that makes me wonder about this trade situation. Russ keep playing great. Um, Lonnie keeps, you know, keep having fun out there. Troy Brown keep being a glue guy. Austin keep being a, a, a glue guy. Gabriel just continue to grind. Pat Bev do better, but bring your defense. Matt Ryan, when you're called upon, man, you're royalty to us. Now, you know, you gave us this. Some people going to forget it, but that's something you're going to live with for the rest of your life, man. That's great. Kendrick Nunn, JTA, Damon Jones, let's let's go, man. Let's let's not have talk about you guys not getting any run because you're not fitting in. Oh, Laker 82-16. It's your boy Chilby. We got another dub. Yeah, man. Chill Bravado Podcast. Have a good day.